Hey, what up, fam? It's your boy, Norm, and I would like to welcome you to episode 91 of The Evangelical Norm. And, uh, you know, again, there, there's, there's so much going on that I want to talk about that it almost gets to the point where I don't want to talk about anything because it's just so jumbled up batch of garbage that is going on um, theologically in this nation and politically and, uh, you know, just economically. There's so much that it, it's so hard to just come up with a topic to think about. But um, a couple of things that came up today, I, I, I feel like I... No, I, I don't have a problem with talking about abortion week after week after week because it's a, a key issue that is going on in this nation and it's something that needs to be addressed. But this week as I was thinking about the different things that are going on and, and just all the stuff that is in the news, um, in the different news cycles and different, you know, whether it's political or um, theological podcasts that you listen to, it just seemed like this week, and I'm, I'm going to go more political this week just because of things that have gone on and things that I've seen. Um, it just seems like conservatives in our political sphere, and I'm going to say conservatives because it is the, what politics view as conservative has changed, even in the last five years, in the last, literally in the last two years, since Donald Trump has been president to an, uh, to and some change, the idea of what is conservative has really changed. And so, um, but so those conservatives in, in the political realm, whether you want to call it the GOP or not, um, I know a lot of conservatives who have left the GOP, many of them because of who is our current president. But, um, the GOP, the conservatives in the political sphere, this last week have been a shining example of what it means to completely miss the point. Um, you know, and, and thinking about on, on, the, on just the simple the issue of abortion, you know, to start off with. Uh, you know, we hear so many arguments about why we need to defund Planned Parenthood. And, okay, I'll... I'll give a little credit where credit is due. It looks like we took about $60,000 off the table for Planned Parenthood. Um, and I say we. I, I didn't do it. The, the representatives have done it. Donald Trump. One good thing that he's done. Um, one of the few. Um, so we've, we've taken about 60000 60, 600, 60, 6 million, I don't remember the number. It's a small number in comparison to what they actually get. Um, $500 million. So I think it's about $50 million is what we took, what we, what we missed. It's been a, a week or two. But the, the arguments of why is, is really what I want to talk about. Um, I mean, they're still getting tons of money. Well over uh, $400 million a year from our government 
they make a profit of about $500 million a year, which conveniently uh, up to this point has been what they've been getting from our government. But the, again, I digress. <laughs> uh, the, the reasons why we hear all these things, and, and, and I, I appreciate Lila Rose and, and live action. I appreciate James O'Keefe and uh, the Veritas Project and all these things, these guys, uh, Steven Crowder did a, a great hidden video thing over the last month. But all these things of uh, the arguments about late-term abortion and body parts being sold and not reporting uh, sex trafficking or any of those things, all of those are reasons, and, and they're, they're good things, but they're amazingly beyond missing the point of the simple fact that Planned Parenthood is murdering babies. They're killing children. That should be the foundation that we stand on. We should, you know, again, I'm, I'm happy to see any law that can reduce the number of, of abortions that are, are done every year. But to have someone that says, I will vote for a law, an 18-week or a heartbeat bill or any of these things, you're ultimately saying that it's okay to kill the baby before that point, whether it's heartbeat or whatever. And, and granted, a heartbeat bill is going to do a lot because most moms, uh, I, I calling them moms is uh, hard, but... Most women who are pregnant don't even know that they're pregnant until around six weeks, which is when the heartbeat starts. In a vaginal ultrasound, a heartbeat can be detected. We heard our, our daughter's heartbeat the first time at about just about six weeks. So that'll help. But again, you're allowing for those six weeks before where it's okay to, to murder that baby. And that's unacceptable. We need to go for, we need to be out for total abolition of abortion. And the, the, the main argument has got to be that they are killing babies. That that is a human life. Again, some of the memes that are out there are actually very accurate. Um, I've seen the one multiple times that you can go to prison and pay huge fines for destroying an eagle's egg. But there's literally no penalty for destroying a human child in the womb. There's a serious problem there. And the fact that we're going with all these other arguments, again, it's a... It's a, a great example of completely missing the point. You know, and then a couple other situations that have come up this week that I, I've read about or listened to. Um, Judge Janine Pirro with uh, talking about Representative uh, Ilhan Omar. Uh, the fact that she wears a hijab. Um, and that could mean she's against the Constitution. Uh how about the fact that she's made multiple anti-Semitic statements over the last two months 
some of them she's actually deleted from her Twitter. Um, some of them she hasn't. And mm-hmm. I've been trying not to do that. Um, people have defended her. People have the the resolution or the the what the statement that was released and adopted by Congress the the condemnation of of uh, hatred or whatever it was. I mean, just a couple months ago, and I'm not defending what Steve King had said or anything. I don't even remember how long ago or anything the things that Stephen King, Steve Representative Steve King had said, um, supposedly supporting the alt right or white supremacy. This man was specifically named in a resolution that was made, was removed from his committee positions, was censured on the the, the, the Senate floor. Um, because of some things that he said in, in essentially supporting white supremacy or at least not condemning white supremacy. Now we have an outright anti-Semitic uh, representative who is absolutely anti-Jew and anti-Israel who has said horrible things and rather than doing, treating, again, my thing is consistency in, in action and so on. So rather than naming her, censuring her, removing her from committees, they give this, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm having such a hard time finding words tonight. It might be because it's midnight, and which means it's actually like later. I've lost an hour. I'm lost somewhere. Um. So I keep yawning. Um, again, rather than removing her from her committees, they, they put out this resolution that just blanket condemns all hatred and not just anti-Semitism, but they throw in Islamophobia, which was not an issue. The reason why they did this and they had this vote on this resolution condemning hatred was the specific anti-Semitic statements that she had made and yet she's not named she's not censured she's not anything and people actually came to her defense AOC came to her defense so again and yet Fox News and people are going after the fact that she wears a hijab the fact that she is a Muslim uh, you know, it's <laughs> all these things again it's a phenomenal uh, example of absolutely missing the point we mentioned AOC we might as well get to the point on her you know people are. I mean I don't think she's the brightest woman in the world at least not as far as common sense obviously she's an intelligent woman she graduated from I can't remember, I read the thing not too long ago that she graduated cum laude from some college, whatever college she went to, whatever university she went to. Graduated with honors. Um, she's done some amazing things, apparently, uh, academically. So she's not stupid, but she's said some dumb things. Um, three chambers of Congress... Uh, three chambers of government, 
um, not naming them accurately. The she called it the the Senate and the House and the executive branch, and completely left out the judicial branch and uh, turned the uh, legislative branch into two branches and you know two chambers is what she called them. So she said some really dumb stuff. She made comments about we're in charge and we're running things, in which. She, obviously, she doesn't understand that she's a representative. She works for her constituents. She's not running anything. But these are the things that we that the right is is condemning, and they're they're parading out that well, she's not smart. She's not this. She does this, and she says this, and so on. How about we just come back to the fact that she's a socialist? Admittedly, so. And the fact that we have witnessed over and over and over and over again the fact that socialism never works. Every country that has tried to embrace socialism has fallen. The politicians get wealthy and powerful and the people are crushed. So let's just stop talking about the stupid things that she says and so on, and let's just continue to focus on the fact that she's a, she's a socialist. Bernie Sanders, too. You know, and, it, and the same thing, I mean, it's with, with the president. It's like there are so many things, and there, there's potential of, of uh, you know, campaign fraud or finance fraud and, and all kinds of other things. But the fact that he just keeps pointing out no collusion, no collusion, no collusion. You know, okay, so again, it's the whole act of misdirection and missing the point. I don't think that, that Mueller's investigation is completely about collusion. There are so many other aspects of what has happened and, and avenue and, and threads that have come through this wacky, wacky campaign cycle of 2016. Um, and into the presidency and uh, just insanity. There's so many things that are there, but the again, the the art that the the GOP and the conservatives in government have of completely totally missing the point. They continue to come back to this whole issue of collusion and witch hunt and so on. And I don't know that that's actually the 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 core of what kind of it what investigation is going on and so here again we come back to this thing where do we where do we stand as christians um you know where where do what do we do when we when we come across these issues and i've said it before and i'll i'll continue to beat the dead horse is we have got to maintain a consistent um level of action, a consistent worldview on both sides. If we are going to condemn the Democrats for something that they have done, then we rightly need to condemn Republicans when they do the same thing. And it happens over and over and over again. And and we get this, and it, and it, it goes both ways. You know, and Christians, on, it, it happens with Christians on both sides of the aisle. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm a guy that can, will, will admit that there are some believing Christians on the other side of the aisle. There are some believing Christians that believe it or not are Democrat 
and and embrace some of the Democrat platform, but would reject other things like abortion and so on, but are in, willing to embrace the welfare state and stuff like that. Whereas the, those of us on the other side reject those things. But on both sides, we see that, you know, it's the whole issue will use adultery as an example. You know, when, when, uh, when Clinton had his affair with, with uh, Lewinsky, you know, the right lost its mind. This is horrible. This is bad. We cannot have an adulterer in the White House and a liar and a cheat and, and so on. And the, those on the, on the left were defending it. Oh, it was just a, you know, a whatever, an, an act of oral sex in the, you know, they use the crass terminology that I don't want to use. Um, in, the, in the Oval Office, it's not that bad. He can still continue to run the country. But then uh, we get to the flip side. We have a candidate who is an, an admitted, almost celebrates his adultery when he wrote about it in his book, um, made comments about grabbing women by their, their genitalia and, and so on. And we saw the complete opposite. The left lost their mind and literally huge name leaders in the evangelical movement defended this man same people who condemned bill clinton for what he did defended donald trump and still continued to maintain that oh he's a christian and the heretic paula white led him to the lord and we know that that he is even though he stood on a stage uh, at the at the family values uh summit or whatever it is um and and said I, I don't think I've done anything bad and I don't I don't think I need to ask for forgiveness. I just fix it and move on. You know, this is a man who has admittedly basically stated that he is not a Christian in any way. But yet those on the right and I won't say we because I never did want to defend this guy, you know, and you hear the same things and you heard it on both sides, you know. We're not a, we're not voting for a pastor in chief and and you know you heard the same things when people when Clinton went through his thing oh well he's not the pastor in chief you know his personal life is personal life and da 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 a complete total lack of consistency but as Christians we need to maintain that but we need to look for the main issue we need to not uh, let ourselves get dragged off into the weeds by by arguments about body parts and stuff like that we have to come back to the core issue that these are human lives that are being stuffed out we got to come back to the core issue that that these are representatives that don't feel like israel has the right to exist this is a representative that wants to introduce socialism which is a failing economic system and political system into this nation when we know that it will fail and quit looking at the 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 straggling or the the tangled weave of of secondary um, issues and arguments and go for the main issue all the time we should be focusing on the main issue and being consistent in that and letting our beliefs our our belief in the gospel lead our worldview you know and i mean we can apply that to so many different things you know the 
the the split that seems to be happening in evangelicalism over um, racial discord and 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 racial uh, disharmony, I guess. Um, you know, we can come back to the, the, the central issue on that is who are we in Christ? And again, I'm not asking any of my, my black brothers and sisters to deny their ethnicity, but I'm saying that it has to come secondary to who they are in Christ, you know? And, and so that's the core issue. And yeah, there are other things there, there are some issues of race, racism that are still happening today. And, and there are issues of, of churches turning a blind eye to that. There are issues of, of sexual impropriety or sexual immorality or sexual sin in the church among leaders that has obviously been covered up and so on. And, uh, but again, we're, we're missing the point on that in looking at, you know, just where the cover-ups came from and, and, and this and that. And, you know, I mean, we, we, we are, are skilled in missing the point um, in Christianity as well. And again, it has to always come back to the gospel. Who are we in Christ? Is it sin? Not, you know... That's the bottom line. We need to be calling out sin when sin happens. So when there is sexual abuse or anything like that, we need to ignore everything else except for the fact that this is sin. The men who have done it need to be given church discipline, declared disqualified, put in jail if necessary, and so on. And then we need to move forward in the gospel and say we, we extend grace to the greater denomination because again, it's not, I mean, leaders who have failed need to be removed, but the theology and the, the core of those denominations, whether it be SBC or PCA or whatever, need to continue to move on. We need to address the sin where it is, remove the leaders that need to be removed. And again, whether they need to go to jail or not, that's something that has to happen. But we need to not make it about the entire group and make it about the individuals who have have failed if that makes sense and it, and that way we could we 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 need to be laser focused on these things you know we need to be focused in on who we are in Christ and how does that help us to again as Christians we should be grieved by racial discord but that's not the Again, we need to be preaching the gospel and using that to say, how do we make change? How do we, uh, how do we become a catalyst for change and making this happen? But the, the heart change should be the initial place where that, that comes from, is the preaching of the gospel. So none of this is effective at all. I mean, none, none of it, any of it is effective. You know, even the political stuff, none of it is effective without the preaching of the gospel. We're never going to see hearts change. We're never going to see abortion end. We're never going to see racism end until we can until the gospel is preached and letting hearts be changed because of that. And I guess that's that. And I'll leave it there for this week. Um, I think I've said a lot, and 
maybe like some politicians, maybe I didn't say anything. Um, but I'm hoping that that all made sense to you. Again, daylight savings time. I'm an hour off in what I'm supposed to be doing, and I really uh, should be going to bed. So I'm going to do that here pretty quick. Um, so thanks for listening. Um, again, leave some comments, share, subscribe. Um, let me know what you think. I'm sure there are tons of you out there, out of all 43 subscribers, that think I'm dead wrong. And let me know, and we'll we'll talk. I'm I'm always willing to admit when I'm wrong if I can truly be showed that I'm wrong. And so, and again, that's part of the Christian lifestyle, is being willing to say, yeah, I I I, I whiffed it on that one. I'm completely wrong. So, um, thanks for listening. I uh, appreciate you guys, and. As always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words, they're necessary. And until next week, Soli Deo Gloria.